has to be said, Andy, if no one else is saying it, that Canadian tennis looks to be in pretty good shape right now. Tell me about it. Wow. Felix, Shapo, Bianca. What a what a tournament they're having so far at Indian Wells. Yeah, Milos. Milos. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, can't even forget, forget about Milos because <laughs> the, the uh, focus tends to be on the younger ones. But man, he's he's doing great too. Yeah, third round. Yeah. Wow. Um, he also uh, just before the tournament started, there was a Rafa and Friends tiebreak tens, Andy, which has got a great ring to it, doesn't it? it does tiebreak tens with Rafa and Friends? <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, we with the, you've got eight players playing in a uh, super tiebreak challenge, knockout draw, and uh, Milos went through the draw, beat uh, Chilich, Vavrinka, and someone else, Monfils. Monfils, yeah. three pretty pretty good names. Um, took took home a cool one hundred and fifty thousand. What a lineup! Right, not you, bad. And they had, raised a bunch of money for charity. I think they the raised process. over half a million. You had Ranich, Nadal, Team Goffin, Silich, Barinka, Monfils, mm-hmm. and the only one outside of that was Fritz. Yeah, but you got to have a local in there. Oh, you got to put an American in there somewhere, don't you? But yeah, one hundred fifty thousand for three super tie breaks. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, so I mean, let's just look at Felix for a second. I mean. I know we didn't talk about this on the podcast because the draw wasn't out yet, but I knew Felix was going to beat Tsitsipas. Well, what about just getting past Cameron Nori to begin with? Amazing. You know, smash Cameron Nori and then yep. beat Tsitsipas. Playing very imposing tennis. And let me tell you how I knew that. Uh, Felix, before this match, was 3-0 and against Tsitsipas. Yeah? And juniors? And juniors. Wow. Yeah. So he has his number, and he's pl- played him a few times, big events, played him in like a Canadian ITF, played him in uh, at Eddie Herr, played him, I think, in the semifinals of junior Wimbledon or US Open. I forget which one. Beat him all three times. Ooh. And then, and then no, surpri- no surprise goes out through Indian Wells. And smashes him. Smashes him. Absolutely destroyed, you know, a player we're saying is top 10. Probably, well, he is top 10. You yeah. know. And talent. to me, uh, just watching... I don't think I watched it live. I watched the highlights, but he was very imposing. I early in his career, I talked about how his backhand seemed to be a weakness. Felix, not anymore. No, not anymore. And the acceleration through his shots is incredible. It is right. Like, it is. I mean, and that's that clay court training, probably. <laughs> well, you know, we were we were talking about why has he been playing on the clay courts for the past three or four weeks, mm-hmm. and we've been saying to develop a bit more play and. You know, you know build your strokes build, and build the strokes and you know get some matches under your belt against top players on on a tough surface where you've got to build points and he's out there winning points against these guys it doesn't look like he ever gets defensively he doesn't no, get put off really. balance he, uh, he very rarely hits like a slice backhand because no. he's usually the aggressor that's right and he's he's there to the ball in time and and that hand speed is is something wicked on the forehand isn't it Absolutely. He's currently um, 100 and... No, sorry, not 100. He's currently 55 in the world. And um, just looking ahead, I mean, he's going to move up a little bit regardless. Um, if he wins another match, he's going to be top 50. Yeah, I've got him going all the way through to the semis now. What? Yeah, I don't I don't see anyone near in that half of the draw that can... I let's, mean, let's, just, let's just break this down for a second, Andy. So let's uh, see where you've got... Okay, so you've got him beating Nishioka. Yeah, he's favorite there. That's fair. Um, and then he's going to have a rematch probably against uh, Laszlo Gere, I imagine. Yeah, and on um, a hard court, I think that's a different story. Fair enough. Okay, I guess it'll be, uh, you know, but that'll get him through the quarters. And then he'll have to beat either Raonic or Zverev to get through to the semis. Yeah, and if Zverev makes it that far, right? So you got him. 
video. <laughs> so, so I think he might have cool. rounded his number and and make a semi. I I, I think right. I yeah, think that draw right. is open. Yeah, no, yeah. it is, it is. And uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll we'll just see how far it goes. But you know, he could pick up three hundred sixty points and be what a, a, run. a seed for the rest of the slams, which should be something incredible. You know, we were talking beginning of the year, cracking top 50. I mean, he, you know, he's already there after this week. Imagine having two, well, it would be three Canadians with Raonic, but two Canadians under 20 seated at slams. And yeah. Then plus Raonic. Crazy. Man. Because then you're going to get better draws. You know, you're not going to strike weird players first round, except for maybe Curios if he's still yeah. outside the top 32. You know, in bigger picture, Canada would be able to, you know, hopefully get more even more funding because of these top players you know and build Absolutely. the game even more yep you know um, three top players inside the top 50 is incredible for a country but let alone two under 20 absolutely and i mean casual observers may not know this but basically how canada gets its funding for these guys and for you know uh grassroots programs and you know distribution to all the centers is through the rogers cup almost exclusively that's where they get all their money so but hopefully with you know we keep producing these players maybe we'll get another another 500 or another 250 or something and then you keep increasing the amount of money that we can put into these players well even you know guaranteeing that your home player is going to be seated in these events means that you can you know probably get more sponsorship money mm-hmm. for the for the for the tournament because of guaranteeing local players being there yeah right? absolutely it's great and i just thought of that right now but man it'd be good to have another 250 like somewhere oh exactly great. oh man i know there's a challenge happening this week in canada yeah. so i mean they're doing well yeah um how about chapeau chapeau uh yeah. beat steve johnson last night six three six four and he played pretty well i thought well handled him um well, i thought that would be a tougher match than it was but mm-hmm. chapeau handled him pretty easy yeah. um and after getting a bye first round, he's into the third round. Yep. He's got a tough one next, Marin Cilic. Do you see Shapo being able to get that win? No, Cilic's been a bit down since uh, Aussie Open, hasn't he? I yep. think he's been winning many matches. And uh, But no, I think Cilic will have his number pretty easy. You'd, you'd think so. I mean, it'll be like a four and six, I yep. imagine. That's... But- you know, that that like, seems to be what Silic, uh, what Chapo loses by. Yeah, as we've talked about against, before, against, especially against players who are a little bit better than him. So we'll see what happens, but you know, hopefully he can get through that one. Yeah. Um, in terms of other sort of surprising results, so well, far, hang on, one more Canadian. Do we talk about Bianca? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, what a hell of a week she's had. You know, mm-hmm. she had a tough first round match of against a oh, of a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, twenty one and three for the year. Ooh. What a record, you know. We're only up there with one of the best records. Rooney into March. Oh, easily. Easily. But she's also played, I think, probably some of the most tournaments out of anyone, but mm. three losses. So yeah. even percentage-wise, I think they'll be one of the best. What a player. Yeah. You know, uh, she had a tough first-round matchup against Bagu, but came out there 6-3 in the third and won the two next the two next two rounds straight sets pretty easy. So oh. she's into the fourth round. Mm. Uh, hopefully she continues her run. Yeah. You Do know? you have any idea what her ranking is? At the I think she's about sixty at the moment, but she had to get in with a wild card into this tournament. Is that right? So, um, should should rock it up? Oh then. man, she's going to be again top fifty. Which yeah. you know, for a Canada, Canadian woman, apart from Bouchard, having another one there is going to be great. Fantastic. Um, and I don't know. I wasn't even going to mention this because it didn't surprise me. Uh, Nick Curios lost to Cole Schreiber in the second round but it was his first match because he got a bye you think he was hungover from that trip back from from Alcapulco 
I, I don't I mean maybe I don't, I don't know how much he parties but um, there was a video that I saw on Reddit where he was sort of walking into the tunnel after a pr- practicing at Indian Wells and uh, these guys throw down a ball and a pen for him to sign it and he does so and they go Nick like we're big fans you know are you going to win this tournament and he goes Nah, probably not. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that's that's kind of what happens when you got the top sense. the top five players in the world there, and yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, and he's right. But also, is he out there to hustle and beat a player like Cole Schreiber? No, he's got to play Nadal first round. No. Or Djokovic and first looks round. at his draw and it's like, damn, Djokovic. But as you said, he's already got that winning record. Maybe he's just saving when he wants to play Djokovic for those. <laughs> but, but a thousand to me is a big event. You'd want to play him there. Absolutely. Um, oh, that was an upset. What else happened early? Karlovic wins uh, the Battle of the Croatians, beating Koric. What about your boy Basilashvili? Basilashvili, he's, uh, he's been a little bit shaky since I touted him, so maybe stop listening to me. Do you want to pronounce the guy's name that he lost to? Uh, I do. <laughs> His name, Andy, is Prajnish Gunaswaran. Oi! Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that felt good. That felt good. He's, uh, yeah, he's come through and beaten Benoit Pierre and Basilashvili. So, look, good on him. He's yeah, had two back to wins. back after qualifying, right? That's a, that's a decent effort. I think we'll toot our own horn a little bit here, Gareth. Yep. We've talked about a few young players that have been uh, to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. And this is a tournament where it seems like they're coming to the fray. Uh, one of the Emo brothers from Sweden, he qualified. And lost to Frangelo first round in three sets. Uh, Mayomir Kecmanovic. He's into the third round as a lucky loser. Yep. Someone talked about at the end of last year. Uh, he's, he's got Les Logier, so he, you know, you know and who the, knows? And I, yeah, I think he beats Les Logier. Yeah, that's tough. But the winner, and he would have to play Felix. And that's, again, young guns playing each other. I think it's awesome. And by the way, Kecmanovic... He was lucky because he was a lucky loser. Yeah. But he took the lucky loser spot of a seed, so he got a buy. He got a buy. <laughs> he got a buy. So he's only won one match. And then he had Matera second round. It's like, that's one of the easiest second yeah. rounds you could get. And, you know, playing Laszlo Deer, who's just recently got most of his points through the clay court season mm-hmm. on a hard court, you've got a shot. Yeah. And, you know, this could help boost him up there into the top 100 now. Uh, Poprin had a good one first round uh, against... The, the player that performed in the next-gen tournament, Joe Muner. And then it's got to be said, got smashed by Isner. Absolutely smashed. Just ridiculous. I think Isner won, uh, oh, lost two points on his serve in the first set. I think he lost like one or two in the second set. Man's oh. incredible. Yeah. Uh, Alex Bolt qualified again and won a round. Lost to Paller in three sets. Mm-hmm. So again, showing that he's there. And Philip Krahinovic. Third round as a qualifier. Beat Kukushkin and Goff in straight sets. That's impressive. You know, uh, we've said keep your eye on him. I think it's, he's got a really good matchup coming up. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, um, just a few matches to look forward to. Yeah, him versus Hopefully. your boy Medvedev. Exactly. Well, it's uh, Krahinovic Medvedev. Yeah, that's, that's um, a match. And Nadal Schwartzman play the winner of that. So... I think Medvedev gets through, and I think Nadal gets through, and I think that's a blockbuster fourth-round match. Um, I think Kachinov isner will be another blockbuster. And Fedorov-Avrinka coming up that's, that's in it. the third round. That's A Cu- couple of old dogs in there, right? You know, yeah. compared to all these young players we're talking about, you've got a couple of couple of old old rivals there. Fedorov-Avrinka yeah. battling it out. 
and Djokovic looked shaky to me. So we'll see how he progresses through the through yeah. the draw in his first round. What do you think the semis look like? As I said, I, I see Felix making the semi and playing Djokovic. And in the bottom, I see uh, Fed versus Nadal, which seems a bit boring. But Okay, here's, here's what I'll go with. I'll go with uh, Djokovic, Zverev, uh, Federer. Yeah. Now, I've got to put my money where my mouth is, don't I? Medvedev. 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 I reckon Medvedev goes down. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. This is this is it, right? This could be the tournament for the young guns to come through. Could be. But, you know, as I said, look at my semifinal matchups. Djokovic, Fed, and Nadal. You know, wow. Yep. Not, much, not much changes there. Nah. What's next? All right. Oh, Chris Commode. Yes. Done. Well, yeah, what, yeah, what's the story? Uh, so he's been... His contract's ended with the ATP, and so uh, what, what? What's his role? He's the uh, the president. Yeah, he's the president of the ATP. He serves three year terms, so he's done two three year terms, and he was up for renewal and did not receive majority support of the three player representatives on the board. You've got to receive majority of yeah. the three. So, so there's wow. two out of three. So if two of the players don't like you, you're done. Yeah. Woo. Uh, That's tough. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm not even saying that the players... One of the guys on that is Justin Gilmorsop, mm-hmm. uh former player. Yeah. Um, I think he's top 100 singles, did quite well in doubles. Um, and, you know, it's, there's talk, why is he even on the player council? He at, at the moment, he's up for alleged assault on a venture capitalist and uh, is due in court this week. Oh. So... You know, well, alleged assault. Let's not. Yeah, well, let's yeah. not say he's guilty until he's guilty. No, 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 no. But you know, it's probably not what you want. No, leading. You know, they're, they're saying he could have well, been the next possible leader or oh, president. Oh, I see. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of backstage drama in this. I think Djokovic is a player who's wanted Komodo out. He yeah. was um, quite public about this in January, saying he wants more money. Right, and he wants uh, more money, or he wants more money distributed throughout the players. A bit of both. Yeah. And I think that's amazing for someone who's made what, 100 and something million in his career already. Yeah, especially considering it seems as though with the introduction of the um, the new, uh, what are they, what, what words am I looking for here? The lower level of, yep. like the, they're replacing the futures with this new um, transition player development. Tour. Transition yeah. tour, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, it seems like they're taking steps to really try and do that, to yeah. try and make sure that there's less people who are calling themselves pros because right now there's 15,000 people who are calling themselves pros and not making any money and being a drain to themselves and blah 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 so they're trying to make that number lower but also pay those people more which I think is good for the game yeah uh, agreed um, the difference with the ATP and the ITF is is that is that little minuscule bit there right. but with the um, Increase in players in the Challenger Tour and the draws there and the prize money help funnel through. That's the same idea. Yeah. So that's awesome. They've got to be complementary, the two. 100%, teams. right? Yeah. Everyone has to work together. Um, in January, Canadian Basic Hospital sent out an email to players between 50 and 100, and it was quite strong worded. It says, uh, he called for the workforce to start acting and running like a business, not a bunch of scared kids. We need a CEO that first and foremost represents our interests. And, you know, 
I think that's tough when Chris Commode is, is in a way representing the players' interests and he's he's running a tour where each tour is a separate business. Yes. Right? And if that business doesn't make money then that tour that tournament won't exist. Yeah. So he's gotta keep lots of people happy. Yeah. And um, you know, what would increasing price mean? Just take that out of would there be less tournaments? Well, and as we mentioned, I mean, a, a lot of the, uh, a lot of different countries who host these events are relying on that income for their own federations, you know, to fund players coming up and player development and coaches and yada yada yada. So it's not just about getting the money to the players, although I think they are. The lower level players are underpaid. I think the top level players are paid just yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> just fine. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. You know, they're not getting the Tom Brady, you know, when Tom Brady gets what a contract of twenty million a year to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Federer won't earn twenty dollar twenty million dollars in a year in prize money. No. Um, you know, you've probably got sixteen quarterbacks who are earning twenty million dollars a year. Yeah. There's not sixteen tennis players who are doing that. So no. For a global sport, I think that's where they could become more competitive. If you're comparing apples to apples, sports to sport, which is well, probably not apples to apples, is no, it? No, that's the thing, though, right? <laughs> like you're comparing a sport that's focused on in North America and you know is one of, is one of the wealthiest countries in the world, if not the wealthiest, versus tennis. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. I I get the comparison, but I mean, female tennis players, are, I think the highest paid female athletes in the world. Yeah, and you know when when I hear them griping it's it's tough right mm. like look at the basketball players look, look at, at the WNBA look yeah. at yeah look at soccer players I mean apart from North America maybe they're making mm. a bit of money for women's soccer but the rest of the world aren't no you know and how many of these tennis players I mean when you compare it to the men it's probably less but it's a it's an interesting debate absolutely right? yeah. But, but yeah Chris Commode out who's going to take his spot that's that's something to keep your eye on next in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, Jeez. Yeah, it could be a reshaping of the ATP. So yeah, it'd be very interesting. Right, All couple. Right. I got a couple picks for you this week, Gareth. What do you got? You like Medvedev? Do I like Krajinovic? Three bucks. He's paying three bucks to beat him. Yeah, he has a reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've only got two picks, and they're both rough. Zarev. I think he had a good week last week at Alcapulco. I think Struff beats him. German on German. Um, I think they know each other's game. I think Struff could pull it out. He's paying five bucks. I think that's great odds. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, apart from that, I just hope Felix keeps going through the tournament like he is. Yep. You know, clean up, go through, make the semis, and cause a bit of a stir. Yeah. When he first kind of broke through maybe a year... A year or so ago, I remember. I think we're both on the same page with this. That we we felt as though Felix is a top five player and Dennis is more of a top thirty player, and I still stand behind that. Yeah, I, I think this is you know the last few weeks have only solidified my thoughts on that. I think uh, I I don't know how true this is, but if Dennis was right-handed, I don't believe he'd be as high up in the rankings as he is. Would you say the same about Nadal? Yes. Interesting. Um. I don't know. Mm. I just believe that the game is not as impressive if they are right-handed. Well, it's it, it comes off the court differently, right? Like it, it, 
you, you can put the ball up high to a right-hander, especially, you know, if they've got a one-hander and they're slicing it. You can bend the ball away from them in and, and, and different ways. And, I mean, most of the players you get to practice against or play against as a right-hander are right-handed. Definitely. So when you come up against a left-hander in a tournament, you haven't seen the ball come off the court that way. So it, it there is a little bit of a, oh, I've got to adjust to this. Yeah, I think uh, Alex Zarev, he has... Oh, he has a very good success rate against lefties to playing this brother. Wow, so I don't know. I'd, I'd like to check that out, but next week I'll come back to you with what his stats yeah, against lefties are. But uh, yeah, I think it'd be quite high because of that reason. Interesting. All right. Anything else to add? Anything? Nah, that's up? it. Come on, Struf and 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 Krahinovic. All right, guys. <laughs> Find us on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to discuss a certain topic. Please reach out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Two Guys Talk Tennis. That's Andy. I'm Gareth. Please subscribe, rate, and share. Thanks, everybody.